Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am your host, the Preacher Chick. I'm Stacy, and today is day 111 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Now, as I've been mentioning the last few days since we've been in the book of Isaiah, that in the reading plan that I'm using to go through this, if you're not following it in the Bible app, um, a lot of the days have videos from the Bible Project to help um, grow your understanding of biblical aspects. So like the video today is about spiritual beings. So angels, I will link to it in the show notes, um, in case you're not following it in the Bible app, but like you learn some pretty cool things. Like, did you know that angels do not have wings? So these are things you learned from this video. Very, very cool. And I will link to that today. We are reading Isaiah 9 through 12, as well as Psalm 111. So let's go. Nevertheless, the gloom of the distressed land will not be like that of the former times when he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will bring honor the way of the sea. He will bring honor to the way of the sea, to the land east of the Jordan and to the Gal- and to Galilee of the nations. This is a very, very um, common prophetic verse used in the messianic prophecies. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time and as they rejoice when dividing spoils. For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod on their shoulders, the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian. For every trampling boot of battle and the bloodied garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. And this is like the epitome of messianic prophecies. For a child will be born for us. A son will be given to us and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast and its property will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. This is where we see this line again. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. God's going to make this happen and his zeal for it. This is, like I said, it's more than passion. This, his zeal will accomplish this. The Lord sent a message against Jacob. It came against Israel, all the people, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria will know it. They will say with pride and arrogance, the bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with cut stones. The sycamores have been cut down but we will replace them with cedars. The Lord has raised up Rezin's adversaries against him and stirred up his enemies. Aram from the east and Philistia from the west have consumed Israel with open mouths. And all this, his anger has not turned away and his hand is still raised to strike. The people did not turn to him who struck them. They did not seek the Lord of armies. So the Lord cut off Israel's head and tail, palm branch and reed in a single day. The head is the elder and the honored one. The tail is the prophet, the one teaching lies. The leaders of the people mislead them and those who those they mislead are swallowed up. Therefore, the Lord does not rejoice over Israel's young men and has no compassion on its fatherless and widows for everyone is a godless evildoer. 
and every mouth speaks folly. And all this his anger has not turned away, and his hand is still raised to strike. For wickedness burns like a fire that consumes thorns and briars and kindles the forest thickets so that they go up in a column of smoke. The land is scorched by the wrath of the Lord of armies, and the people are like fuel for the fire. No one has compassion on his brother. They carve meat on the right, but they are still hungry. They have even eaten on the left, but they are still not satisfied. Each one eats the flesh of his own Manasseh with Ephraim and Ephraim with Manasseh. Together, both are against Judah. In all this, his anger has not turned away and his hand is still raised to strike. Woe to those enacting crooked statutes and writing oppressive laws to keep the poor from getting a fair trial and to deprive the needy among my people of justice so that widows can be their spoil and they can plunder the fatherless. What will you do on the day of punishment when devastation comes from far away? Who will you run to for help? Where will you leave your wealth? There will be nothing to do except crouch among the prisoners for fall for or fall among the slain. In all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is still raised to strike. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger, the staff in their hands is my wrath. I will send him against a godless nation. I will command him to go against a people destined for my rage, to take spoils, to plunder, and to trample them down like clay in the streets. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he plans. It is his intent to destroy and to cut off many nations, for he says, Aren't all my commanders kings? Isn't Kalno like Carchemish? Isn't Hamath like Arpad? Isn't Samaria like Damascus? As my hand seized the idolatrous kingdoms, whose idols exceeded those of Jerusalem and Samaria, and as I did to Samaria and its worthless images, will I not also do to Jerusalem and its idols? But when the Lord finishes all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for his arrogant acts and the proud look in his father's or in the proud look in his eyes, for he said, I have done this by my own strength and wisdom, for I am clever. I abolished the borders of nations and plundered their treasures like a mighty warrior. I subjugated the inhabitants, my hand has reached out as if into a nest to seize the wealth of the nations, like one gathering abandoned eggs, I gathered the whole earth. No wing fluttered, no beak opened or chirped. Does an axe exalt itself? above the one who chops with it does a saw magnify itself above the one who saws with it it would be like a rod waving the one who lifts it it would be like a staff lifting the one who isn't wood therefore the lord god of armies will inflict an emaciating disease on the well-fed assyria and he will kindle a burning fire under its glory israel's light will become a fire and its holy one a flame in one day it will burn and consume assyria's thorns and thistles he will completely destroy the glory of its forest and orchards as a sickness consumes a person. The remaining trees of its forest will be so few in number that a child could count them. On that day, the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no longer depend on the one who struck them, but they will faithfully depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. The remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. Israel, even if your people were as numerous as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. Destruction has been decreed, justice overflows, for throughout the land the Lord God of armies is carrying out a destruction that was decreed. Therefore the Lord God of armies says this, 
My people who dwell in Zion do not fear Assyria, though they strike you with a rod and raise their staff over you as the Egyptians did. In just a little while, my wrath will be spent and my anger will turn to their destruction. And the Lord of armies will brandish a whip against him as he did when he struck at Midian at the rock of Oreb. And he will raise his staff over the sea as he did in Egypt. On that day, his burden will fall from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because your neck will be too large. Assyria has come to Ayath and has gone through Migron, storing their equipment at Michmash. They crossed over at the ford, saying, We will spend the night at Geba. The people of Ramah are trembling. Those at Geba, Gibeah of Saul, have fled. Cry aloud, daughter Gallim. Listen, Laisha. Anathoth is miserable. Madmena has fled. The inhabitants of Gebim have sought, re have sought refuge. Today the Assyrians will stand at Nob, shaking their fists at the mountain of daughter Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Look, the Lord God of armies will chop off the branches with terrifying power, and the tall trees will be cut down, the high trees felled. He is clearing the thickets of the forest with an axe, and Lebanon will, with its majesty will fall. Then a shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse. Another messianic prophecy here. Then a shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes, but he will not execute uh, justice by what he hears with his ears, but he will judge the poor righteously and execute justice for the oppressed of the land. He will strike the land with a scepter from his mouth, and he will kill the wicked with a command from his lips. Righteousness will be a belt around his hips. Faithfulness will be a belt around his waist. The wolf will dwell with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf, the young lion and the fattened calf will be together and a child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze. Their young ones will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like cattle. An infant will play beside the cobra's pit and a toddler will put his hand into a snake's den. They will not harm or destroy each other on my entire holy mountain for the land will be as full as the knowledge of the Lord as the sea is filled with water. On that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will look to him for guidance and his resting place will be glorious. On that day, the Lord will extend his hand a second time to recover the remnant of his people who survive from Assyria. Egypt, Pathros, Cush, Elam, Shinar, Hamath, and the coasts and islands of the west. He will lift up a banner for the nations and gather the dispersed of Israel. He will collect the scattered of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Ephraim's envy will cease. Judah's harassing will end. Ephraim will no longer be envious of Judah, and Judah will not harass Ephraim. But they will swoop down on the Philistine flank to the west. Together they will plunder the people of the east. They will extend their power over Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be their subjects. The Lord will divide the Gulf of Suez. He will wave his hand over the Euphrates with his mighty wind and will split into seven streams, letting people walk through on foot. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people who will survive from Assyria as there was for Israel when they came up from the land of Egypt. On that day, you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, although you were angry with me. Your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. Indeed, God is my salvation. I will trust him and not be afraid. For the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. You will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation. And on that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make his works known among the peoples. Declare his that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry out and sing, citizen of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is among you in his greatness. Psalm 
111. Hallelujah! I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them. All that he does is splendid and majestic. His righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He has provided food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice, and all this instruction, all his instructions are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever. Enacted in truth and in uprightness, he has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. His name is holy and awe-inspiring. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his instructions have good insight. His praise endures forever. That is day 111, friends. I hope you enjoyed it. Come back tomorrow for day 112, and we will continue on. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links to the video. See you next time.